0: what's up guys jedi you're in vegas huh
1: yeah i wasn't planning was a last minute trip but i'm here <laughs> i literally just got here 10 minutes ago
0: <laughs> what's it it's like, like that... there what's what's the weather there
1: it's cold uh, it's, for me it's like in the 60s 50s, <laughs> 60s that's cold to me so it's <laughs> like i bought like three jackets and all that kind of stuff but um you know my family lives here too so that's that's part of the reason why i'm here
0: oh yeah now joe this is kind of funny i'm sure you had to have heard about this my biggest pet peeve ever is how people just cry about trump all day it drives me crazy but they have they have a reason to this time you guys saw the trump trading cards
2: right
1: no i have not (laughs) really what i have not. no you're
2: kidding right no, Trump trading cards. Are you serious? <laughs> what is that? I'ma look that, that was up right big now. Announce-
0: he had a big announcement today. He has these Trump trading cards, they're $99 each. They have he has himself in like superhero outfits and stuff.
1: I know he has a coin <laughs> of himself. I knew he had that, but not Trump trading cards.
2: Oh my god, Todd. No good. way, dude. I'm literally looking at these <laughs> right now for the first time. <laughs> I kinda <laughs> like it. I kind of like it as a trading card fan. I kind of dig that.
0: Just in time for Christmas stuff. I don't know if it's ninety nine dollars each or ninety nine dollars for a pack. I, I thought for sure you would have heard about it though.
2: Ninety nine dollar digital trading cards of himself. Them out. <laughs> Holy smokes! That's just gonna. I
1: mean, you give that to someone, the wrong person is just gonna set them off for Christmas. <laughs>
2: Yeah. yeah, I didn't I mean, realize they were the digital. So they're
0: like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize they were digital. So it's basically
2: NFTs. Oh, yep. Boy, worse. this guy, man. Huh? <laughs> I don't, you know, the funny thing is, is like, you know, who do you, who would you get this for? Are you getting yeah. this for somebody that you want to piss off? Or are you getting this for somebody you like? I know you like Trump. You're going to love this. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I didn't realize. Yeah. I didn't realize it was digital. It should.
0: It shouldn't be digital. It should be regular cards. It would have been better. You could actually hand it to somebody. Yeah, but somebody
2: would probably but- rip that up. You know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a. Bit- oh my god! That's dude, hilarious. This guy, okay. this guy is too much. Really, I mean that is that is classic. That is classic Trump. It really is.
0: <laughs> yeah. No other president would do that ever. So. We have a fan request show tonight. So, Jedi, do you have any news you wanted to talk about or anything?
1: Um, yeah. Did you hear or read that article about trans-abled people? Joe, are you familiar <laughs> with this? That people, physically healthy people, want to be disabled. They want their bodies mutilated, paralyzed, or amputated. I don't they, what understand. They,
2: they identify as disabled. Is that what's going on?
1: Yes, transabled. It's a new it's a new thing that's coming out. And clearly the doctors are saying that this is purely psychological, emotional. Sounds issues. like it.
2: <laughs> I saw something yesterday on uh what's that form? Cura? Yeah, Where, cura? Cura. cura. I don't know how you pronounce it, yeah. It's yeah, my God! Some of the articles on there, it's like I feel like are you people trying to piss me off? But one of them was this guy's in like his fifties, and he identifies as a nine-year-old girl, and he wants to yeah. enroll in a school. And as as it turns out, it's a hoax. It's not a it's not a real thing, right? But I think if if you were to see that, I think much like this Jedi, you have to say like, okay, this sounds like a serious mental health issue that someone's going through, and. We're not gonna all observe the nonsense like that's it's too much, and I think people it's so believable because of how ridiculous some of this is, has gotten. I saw uh Bill Maher was talking the other day uh the Boomer generation about two percent of people are LGBTQ. Gen X, it's like three and a half percent. And then you get to like millennials and it's like seven percent. And then you get to the next generation. It's like 35 percent. It's like, all right, guys, (laughs) the whole human race didn't get gay. okay? it didn't. There's there's definitely uh, societal issues here. And I think a whole lot of I hate to say this, but I, I think a whole lot of undiagnosed mental situations that are running rapid in this country
1: no i agree fully it's just it's just so weird all of a sudden that like you said the numbers are astronomical
2: it doesn't make sense mathematically like none of this none of this may you have to assume again either people are full of it people are identifying as whatever again based on societal issues friends they're trying to be sympathetic to friends or whatever which i get but no, a third of the population isn't suddenly gay That's just, or, or trans or any of yeah. the it's Just not, it doesn't seem statistically likely That any of that makes any sense
1: But it's it, like, s- nowadays people want to be Some people want to be trans something Whether it's transracial, trans And they're not even that type of person Like you said, they just want to jump on the bandwagon <laughs>
2: It's hip. It's cool. I hear a lot. You know, my kids are always talking about trans fluid and all that other stuff. And I'm like, guys, I'm as woke and as cool as I think you're going to find most dads to be. But I, I find some of this is sort of ludicrous. It, it really is. And I can see where it would infuriate people who are not fans of it. It's like, okay, when is enough enough? And, and, and I, I get that to some degree. Again, the numbers don't seem to jive with what you would expect scientifically or mathematically with society.
1: Right. I mean, what about the real disabled people? How are they going to feel with all these people getting benefits because they want to be disabled and they're not? I mean, they just want the free parking pass for handicapped zones. Is that it? What's
2: the? <laughs> well, if you go to the movies, you definitely right. want that pass because that's like eighty percent of the spots up front are handicapped. <laughs> I've never understood that because I've never seen that many handicapped people in one place. Have no.
0: you ever seen the um the guy that's like thirty years old? He's like this heavy set guy, and he he wears a diaper and he drinks out of a bottle and he lives in a crib. That talk about something that infuriates you. It just makes you so mad that someone does that. Oh yeah, like, so like a baby it. fetish. Yeah, 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 exactly. He needs to have his
2: diaper changed and all that stuff. Look at who's the changing screen. that guy's diaper. Like who's <laughs> I doing that? Right. Makes why him mad though? Why are people enabling uh, again? I listen, I understand there's LGBTQ people and, and they identify. However, uh, that's fine.
1: Right. Right.
2: But there's certainly, and the more I'm seeing and, and in the case of which Todd just explained, <laughs> There's a lot of people who, again, I think are suffering from psychological issues that are not being treated. And to sort of placate those people, I don't think that's healthy. I don't think it's helpful. And again, I think it tends to turn off a large portion of society that's like, again, when is enough enough with this crap?
1: Right. Exactly.
2: I want to be sympathetic, Todd. I really do. Right. I wanna. I wanna be. I wanna be supportive and cool. But again, right, even me, I'm like, give me a break with some of this crap. It's too much.
0: There's only actually Jedi. This will run right into the topic of our show. How many like letters and numbers can we get after the LBGTQ? <laughs> it's gonna keep going and keep going.
1: So
0: <laughs> that might give you a little hint to what our show is about tonight.
1: <laughs> Infinity and
2: beyond. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Greetings, Marks, Crimes, Conspiracies, and Beyond, back again with Jedi Todd and producer Joe. Forever seems to be a very long time, but still, we humans are very fascinated by it. For me, forever is watching golf. It's not a sport that I like to watch, but uh, it's too time-consuming for me because it's just slow. But I hear that um, one of our listeners, Dan, has hit a hole in one. Do you know anything about that, Todd?
0: oh oh man that hurts when people mention (laughs) hole in ones i still am waiting for mine joe probably about 15 years ago my dad and i were talking he's like let's make a bet or whatever just a friendly bet whoever gets a hole in one first we both had none my dad now has four my mother has one i I, i'm still sitting there with none dan my buddy here he's he got one i think about a year or two ago so it seems like infinity watching golf jedi that's my favorite sport to play and to watch well
1: because there's it's basically people walking bending down pulling on their cap (laughs) and silence i mean i I like action sports
2: i like to play golf jedi i don't enjoy watching it on television at all yeah i golf if you're in i I completely understand it like people that don't
0: get it that's how i am with baseball baseball is like watching paint right and i used to i used to love baseball so, Jedi, I think everyone knows, but you want to tell us what infinity is and then we'll try to.
1: Well, infinity, I mean, some say it's forever, right? But mathematically speaking, it's, it means what? Um, unbound. It's just yeah. an unbound number that keeps going on and on and on.
0: Yeah. And pi, you know, pi is infinite, Right. Right. Have you ever seen those people that have that like special thing where they can just talk and say pie? They can just recite the numbers. They could just sit there all day. And like the what do they call those people? The uh, the savants. Oh, they're just, they're just seeing like a landscape and they'll be like one, two, nine, one, three, two. And it's the numbers don't ever repeat. It's just like random numbers over and over forever. And we just we just simplify it as three point one four. So when you guys think of infinity, you guys go right to space, right? Because I do.
1: I just think forever, <laughs> yeah. no end.
2: Yeah, I, I think totally. in the universe, and and it being you know ever expanding and, and infinite. Yeah, and
0: one of the reasons we're doing this show is because there's a new Netflix show. It's, it's a documentary called uh, "What Is a Trip to Infinity," which was pretty good.
1: Right. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah. But... So
0: when you when you look into space, like, what do you guys think? Do you guys think like you think there has to be an end? But then if you think of it that way, you're like, well, there can't be some type of wall. What do you guys think happens in space?
1: Well, I think there's galaxies upon galaxies upon galaxies that we haven't discovered yet.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I think we've only really been able to see about 15% of the observable universe, which appears to go on endlessly. And right. I think right based on most theories, it's just an infinite expanse of space. And it's actually growing outward as we speak. And there's even planets and things that we can observe now that will pass the the uh, uh, event horizon and will no longer be viewable from Earth, even with powerful telescopes, because of the expanse of the universe.
0: And it's expanding faster and faster. Right. We can see 46 billion light years, like, in every direction. (laughs) But it also
1: depends on our equipment, too, right? If our our telescopes keep advancing, that's when we see more and more and more and more things out there in space.
0: It just—it feels like by the time the right telescopes get invented, it'll already be, like, too far gone. Yeah, pretty much. Now, Joe, can you explain how how would you explain when, if you were 40 light years away and you looked at us right now, they'd see us as toddlers. Right.
2: So the idea that, uh, you know, when, when you're looking back like that, you're looking back in time. I've never truly understood that concept. I think they recently saw a set of stars that were about 600,000 years after the Big Bang, mm-hmm. which about is as far back in time as we've ever seen, and right. gives hope that they might eventually be able to see what you know the original origin uh is of the universe. Again, I don't know that I understand that or that I necessarily believe that. Yeah,
0: that, that's what was it 13.8 billion years ago. The big Yeah, Bang.
2: <laughs>
0: that's that's a little much. <laughs> Now, do you guys think the Big Bang is definitely a thing?
1: It's still a theory, though, right? (laughs) You can't. I mean, it's still you can't prove it. You can't disprove it. So it's just whatever you feel like, whatever you believe, right?
2: right? I've heard, you know, I've heard a bunch of different things about the Big Bang, what exactly it was, you know, and that it wasn't actually like an explosion of sorts, that it was. The release of these gases and as things started to expand, like that's the idea of, a, of the Big Bang. There wasn't like a huge explosion and everything formed because that's what I always thought it was. And more recently found out that that's not that's not what it is. The other interesting thing. And again, this is where I think you could you sort of get into the God conversation, mm-hmm. right? If the universe is infinite, as in it's always been around you know, so roughly 13.8 billion years ago, whatever whatever was th- the universe was made up of, again, whether that was compressed gas and then it all just sort of released, you could make the same argument for, well, you know, listen, it, it could be a God of sorts, right? And And that God is infinite because God's always been around. How is that any different than the universe, right? I mean, mm-hmm. if the universe is always, because then, right, it also begs the question of, who invented god where did god come from mm-hmm. right and so uh, you uh, to me you run into the same it, it, the same issue as far as trying to figure out exactly 13.8 billion years ago whether there was some kind of wizard who made it happen or whether a series of events or micro explosions or whatever it might have been to, to me either way it, it's you're not going to get a good answer no, and who, who created the wizard? Exactly, right? <laughs> who created the... Where did he come from? So, you know, again, e- e- either the universe is infinitely old or a god is infinitely old that created the universe. But again, I, I think either way, you're still left with a lot of questions about how it started. When I think about stuff like this, it totally makes me believe in God. The Todd, I, I used to look about. up in the outer space during the day as a, as a Roman Catholic and i assumed god was there watching me right yeah. just beyond the clouds and as i've gotten older and i've seen satellites and universes and and we're able to see as you said 46 billion light years <laughs> in every direction it's like where would that guy be exactly where would that god person be if he's out there is he like 50 billion light years away is yeah, he right. what the end of the universe is? Is he the big bang? Again, more questions than answers is, is the way I feel, which is why I said, I think a week or two ago, we were kind of talking along these lines. And I said, I would never be arrogant as to say, like, definitely there's not this or that. This is one of those things where, again, we just don't know. And I, I'm certain in our lifetime, we'll probably never know one way or right. the other. Oh, yeah, unless definitely. unless God literally shows up and is like, yeah, look, I'm here. <laughs> that would really help. That would solve all our problems. And we know the
0: universe is bigger than we can see because the furthest parts that we can see, they don't look like edges. So we just know it goes further and further. But and you know what else is kind of interesting? The speed of light. You think of that as like the fastest thing, the fastest thing we know. Right. What is it, 168 miles per second? But mm-hmm. in reality, it's super slow. If You're going through space and it's like 250 million light years to the next star you that's that's pretty slow when we think of it as fast and in the, the grand you know what i mean
2: it's it's slow i was just trying to explain to my 7 year old the other day cuz he just figured out he's 7 years old he just figured out that 365 is how how yeah. long it takes to get around the sun completely and i said to him i go listen son not only is it this you know we're rotating Right. We're also moving while we're rotating. Like there's a lot going on. But, and I, as I explained to him, you know, the sun is 93 million miles away from the earth. And you look at that giant ball in the summertime, especially, and you see how huge it is and you feel the warmth of the sun. And you have to understand how big that thing is in relation to the earth, which is also really large. right Right? to understand that we're spinning and rotating and you don't feel any of it and it's simply because of the magnitude of right just the the sheer size of this thing and while we're moving quickly we have no idea no sense of how fast we're moving because of how large the planet is
0: imagine if we had to take dramamine (laughs) (laughs)
2: all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised the kids nowadays don't need the drama yeah. mean to get around there. I know. <laughs> I'm know. i surprised
0: by that. That's funny. So Jenny, there's so many things when it comes to infinity. Now I, I've like heard a bunch of these when I was younger. Like, have you ever heard of like the monkey theorem?
1: No, I have not.
0: So Joe, if you put a monkey in a room and just say it could live for infinity and you gave him a typewriter with an infinity amount of time, he would eventually type Hamlet. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that's the kind of stuff friggin' messes with your mind, because there's no way that could be true, but then if
2: you think about it, with enough time, it would have to be. That's the stuff that's so weird. Well, I'm a big fan of like Neil deGrasse Tyson and to hear him talk about that because of the amount of of planets in the solar system, that there's got to be alternate versions of, you know, statistically speaking, alternate versions of the decisions you the opposite decision that you made on Earth played out differently here on another planet. And it's like, my God, that's crazy to think about. I don't believe it for a second. You know, and I, and I really value Neil deGrasse Tyson and, and the things he says, and I'm super into science, but I think to myself, I don't think a monkey is writing Hamlet. Right. I right. Just, uh, so you, I don't you, care. you don't think there's a multiverse? <sighs> Jen, I, I love the idea of the multiverse. I do. And I understand that mathematically and scientifically that that would make a lot of sense. I just, where is that? Where is that? and 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 I've made a lot of crappy decisions in my life. How many different multiverses can there possibly be where all these other things are playing out? Now, Joe, we
0: talked about this last week. So basically, Neil deGrasse Tyson, he's an entertainer. So he has to say all that outrageous stuff to get all the followers and stuff.
1: But he's also an astrophysicist. Right? No, I yeah. know that.
2: <laughs> yeah. no, he's not, he's not Dave Weiss. Right? <laughs> like he's a legit scientist, but yeah, my, my brother talks about that to me a lot of the times. He's like, I like Neil deGrasse Tyson, but sometimes the stuff he says, I think he's going for shock value. And yeah, I, I do think that there's a, again, like we were saying, I mean, right, this is performance here, what we're doing. So yeah, there, there's gotta be a certain element of, You know, if you're going to speculate, you want to speculate wildly and not like conservatively. Right. You're like, no, there's no there's no other life out there. End of discussion. Boring. Right. It's more fun to think, well, scientifically, you know, there should be at least like thirty nine million planets with life on it. Like that's more even though we've never seen any evidence for it, it's more exciting to think that these things are are true and and again, statistically speaking, they should be. There's just no evidence, you know, in actuality to back any of that up.
1: Well, speaking of David Weiss, though, <laughs> and researching for this podcast, some astronomers feel that the universe is flat. That they use this form of flat geometry. I mean,
2: what well, do you say? Some I've also heard it tastes like astronomers. Raspberry. Yeah, <laughs>
1: that that the 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 universe is shaped like a donut and it's flat. Oh
0: yeah, and uh, yeah, I've also heard the opposite too—that the universe might just be like a giant sphere, that that it's finite. You know what I mean? Yep. Like we just like there's no way
2: to know. Well, see, again, that's the funny part about math and science, is right. And again, as Jedi alluded to a little bit earlier, these are all theories right and these are the kind of theories that right like you know everybody knows what gravity is right and the theory (laughs) of gravity and the reason why it's still the theory of gravity is we don't know exactly what it is we understand how to measure it we understand how it works we don't know what it actually is and why it's different on different planets right so even though we, we have like a full understanding of the concept of it, we still don't know how or why or what the hell it even is. And so, again, I think when you're looking mathematically at some of this stuff, right? Like there's multiple possibilities, but as long as we can't observably uh, experiment on these things and, and really be able like there's just no way to actually know, which again, it just makes it, all the more impressive when you're looking at this stuff, you know, that yeah. it, it, different people are seeing different things. And, and we have gravity and you don't have to go far to get
0: no gravity. You know what I mean? It's just right. Just up there. What, what about hundred, whatever, how many miles? And all yeah. of a sudden there's no gravity.
2: So bizarre. Like, you know, I, I've read so many things too, where, you know, different scientific theories don't, quite jive out in certain areas of space and it's like well why is that and again we don't really know you know and that's no knock on science it's just that you know again when you're talking about hundreds of millions of light years away we don't know what it's like to be near the sun some people think the sun is a big fireball obviously you know it, the, it's, it's nuclear reactions is what's happening there right yeah. And 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 the solar flares and we don't we don't even understand how dangerous solar flares are coming off the sun. We're only now learning that, you know, it's got the ability it could eventually knock out all of our technology and communication systems, which would be devastating to the planet. And last summer, uh in particular, we had some really violent storms on the sun. So there's a lot of things that we think we know, and there's a lot of things that we have theories on that, it, you know, I think I told you guys several episodes back, there's like a giant hole in the sun. Mm-hmm. It's like 650,000 miles long, and scientists just discovered that like a year or so ago, and they're like, what the hell's going on there? You have no idea. It could be really bad, or it could just maybe it's always been there. We don't even know. Yeah, that that is that's crazy. That's scary. Yeah, it's no, scary th- because of how much we depend on that thing. We can't really get too close to it or fly <laughs> anything near it because it'll melt, right? And it's like we're just gonna sort of assume this thing's got what do they say about another six and a half billion years before yeah. it burns out? I've heard. Yeah. How I've do we, like, Todd? How do we know it's not like ten weeks? I know. We have no idea. <laughs> no, I don't think we really truly have any idea how long that sun really is good for before it burns out and we yeah. freeze to death.
0: Don't you get freaked out when you think about death being for infinity?
1: No, I don't freak out. <laughs>
0: oh, I mean, we're here for, I know we talk about this too, Joe, but like we are here for like a split second. Why does anything even matter? It's crazy.
2: Yeah. Nothing's... Right. In the grand, in the grand scheme of things, when you think about how long, This planet's been here, how long the universe has been here, and the blip that, you know, dude, you could live to be 125 years old, and it's still really, in the grand scheme of the universe, nothing. And it's the other thing, too, real quick. um, You know, I I, I think we talked about this a, a few episodes back, too. The idea of advanced civilizations could have already gone extinct. And maybe all the intelligent life that was in the universe is already gone or maybe yeah. it hasn't even developed yet and maybe we're a, too far ahead of the curve so again there might be more to it and more out there uh and and it just timeline doesn't doesn't quite add up i i just started watching ancient apocalypse have you seen that yes no.
0: oh yeah it's good, but and no one else blows my mind, Joe. Is we we just happen to be living right now when cars just became like available, like radios,
2: rocketry, all this stuff blows my mind. I wish I lived like three thousand years ago. <laughs> Why? <is> Why? <laughs> just because it, it to <laughs> me that's where like things started happening on this planet. Like I we get all the cool luxuries, cars, iPhones, crap like that, but. If you go back like 3,000 years ago, people were really thinking and really figuring things out. And I would imagine at the time, Todd, right? Like when the first person was like, oh, you know, when I just did some calculations, it looks like the earth is spinning. And people were like, get the hell out of here. There's no way we're spinning. That makes no sense. Like people had to figure that out. And they were doing it with like rudimentary Tools to figure those things out or or measuring the sun with like an obelisk like that's yeah. holy smokes, dude, where did these people figure that stuff out? When you look at where we are today and with technology and computers, right, most of what's happening is you do it with a computer, all the 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 multiplications and the, the very, uh, like all of that super complex stuff is done on computer. Dude, there were people 3,000, 5,000 years ago that were like literally figuring things out with really rudimentary tools. And again, and kiss, like, stick, right? No, no, you got to ask yourself, like, <laughs> come on, how are these people figuring that out? And how stupid did we get for a few thousand years yeah. before things picked up again, like 300 years ago? Yeah, Leonardo so
1: wh- da Vinci, for example. His mind is fascinating. All the things that he created. The helicopter, Yeah, human anatomy. Yep. Oh my god, I would love to live when he lived.
2: That's what I'm saying, Jedi. Right? Like, we got it. We're on easy street right now. Like, you whatever you want, you can go get, and that's great. And that's certainly a luxury. But imagine what it was like several thousand years ago.
0: No, Joe, whatever you want, you can get. It's more like whatever you want, you can get brought to you now. Yes, (laughs) you don't have to go anywhere. It's
1: crazy. (laughs) Now, <laughs> Crazy. I want to know
0: Joe I want to know like 2000 years
2: ago how, how they made maps Right dude yeah, that's, that's insane Like literally somebody had to like Somebody had to like sail up and down The coasts and try to Chart that out and also Try to scale that Right like yeah. how How did these pe- that's what I'm talking About when I say if you go back a few thousand Years ago dude people were doing Stuff and figuring things out And Again, the ancient pyramids, you know, yeah. uh, there's there's been speculation that that extraterrestrials or whatever. And, and the more we're finding out is, you know, when it came to ancient Egypt, man, they were just hiring. and And it was and it was like a challenge to see who could like which team could could build those their structure the fastest and the best. Mm-hmm. And the Pharaoh was paying people really good money to work on those pyramids. And the thing we've also noticed is if you go into the desert more, there are a ton of pyramids that imploded upon themselves. So they were actually working on the idea of building one for a really long time, and they failed over and over and over and over again. And for some reason, despite the magnitude of the job, they kept doing it until they built them. And again, it's like, how did these people have the wherewithal to do that stuff?
0: Yeah, that's crazy.
2: So, Jedi, did
0: you watch A Trip to Infinity?
1: Yeah, I did, well, and it, I. What did you think of that? The the hotel example.
0: Oh, that that that's actually a great one because it makes total sense. I want to see if Joe can get this. All right, so Joe, mm-hmm. say me you, and Jedi are in a hotel rooms one, two, and three. So a fourth person comes in. Dan comes in. He goes in room four. Derek comes in room five. But say it's the infinite hotel where it has an infinite amount of rooms. An infinite bus pulls up and everyone fills up the rooms. Now the next day, one guy comes in. Where do you think you put him? How do you think you get him in a room? See, it's funny Jedi. Cause I always thought infinity was just like a word someone made for the highest thing. But meanwhile, scientists are trying to figure out and mathematicians infinity.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <You> know, <laughs> it's, what it's what so do you crazy. think? There's, there's really only one answer and it makes complete sense. Cause you can't, say go to the end because it's
2: already at the end it's infinity right yeah i i, I yield i don't know the answer to that Did I,
0: do you remember this one
1: they they go to every even one or odd one no 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 they no assign... they just have
0: to go one goes to two two goes to three well, yeah that's your, right the first right. door opens up but if a whole bunch of buses come infinity buses the only way to do it would be one would have to go to two two would have to go to four and then every odd one would open up that's how because infinity you don't think you can't you can't be like okay go to the last door because it's infinity (laughs) it's infinite the amount of hotel doors it's kind of weird but that was a great example
2: that's making my brain hurt
0: i know well how about this joe say you're gonna walk across a room say the room was 10 feet uh 10 feet long and I said, okay, your first step, take five feet. And then every step after that, cut it in half. Your next step, two and a half feet. How long do you think it would take to get like across the room to the other side? Die, I know. <laughs> no. Jedi, do you know the answer to this?
1: Infinity? No. Never.
0: You, you, you'd never ever get there, Joe, because yeah. it just cut it in half and a half and a half and a half. And it just goes on forever. The numbers between one and two is more than all the integers in the world. Cause you go like you, you think one and a half and then half right. of that and half of that then half of that. And it has a whole bunch of decimal places.
1: And there's also negative infinity, right? Going the opposite way.
0: <laughs> yeah. So that makes it bigger than infinity. There's infinities bigger than than infinities. Cause I have thought of that and they showed the exact example on that documentary Jedi. If you were going to, if you are going to cut a rope mm-hmm. and you cut that rope in half and that like, is it ever end? I mean, you know what I mean? You, you can just keep cutting it forever. I know you might get down to like these little tiny strands where with the human eye, you couldn't do it, but it really, it, it's like the same as the example I
2: just said, Joe, how it's just half of a half of a half. Yeah. Of a half. I, you know, I I'm familiar with that concept. And again, it's one of those things where like, I get it, but I don't, you know, right. like I understand it, but I don't necessarily buy it. Right. Like the, the, um, you know, between one and two, right? There's an infinite amount of numbers. And it's like, well, I mean, I, mathematically speaking, I suppose there is, but in actuality, there's really not. Right. Math, you know? math there is, but I know what you mean. Right. So again, this way, I love all of this stuff. And again, when we talk about scientific theories and, and stuff like that, you know, you're talking about things that are in some cases unprovable you know that that they really do just work best as theories um and and if you were to experiment on those even as you were just saying right cutting the rope and cutting the rope and cutting the rope i mean eventually to the human eye mm-hmm. even with a telescope there's only so much cutting you can do before you know your, your, your ends right yeah there's finally really kind of nothing left you know, uh, you're, what are you cutting dust particles up? You know, it's like at that point, is that, does that really count? I mean, it does mathematically, but in actuality, like, no. What do you guys think of snowflakes? Do you
0: think this is like an infinite amount of snowflakes? Or do you think two can match?
2: <laughs> I've always hated the idea. <laughs> no two snowflakes are alike. And it's like, I don't buy that. At all I just there's again If there's twin human beings And and you know Triplets and quadruplets And quintuplets like you're telling Me that there can't be two of the Same snowflake I'm sorry They're that's pretty like, damn yeah. Close yeah that's, I don't that's know.
1: like Saying like no two bubbles are the same You know when you blow a bubble
2: Yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah, Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson thinks that there, there are two snowflakes. I've I've heard him talk about that before.
2: Yeah, I would he be w- I would be li- more prone to think that it's possible. I mean, I get that that they're all different sizes and and, and crystal shaped or whatever have you, but yeah, the idea that the, no two are alike is that seems a little preposterous to me.
0: And you know what's you know what's weird this about this stuff. The, <laughs>
2: That's a good yeah. question Jedi right <laughs> I mean who's who's Getting down to the nitty gritty of all these Snowflakes and like measuring them And photographing them and comparing Their like, the right. hell out of here No one's doing it <laughs> again I think a lot of this is like well scientifically Speaking it's this and it's like Yeah but how does that play out In reality you know Right Because reality matters too beyond the science
0: Yeah I just Um I can't get over thinking that. I never even thought about this till today, Jedi, how the universe could be a sphere, like we just mentioned a few minutes ago. Uh-huh. That's not something I ever thought about. You just think it goes up and away and just away and away and away.
1: Yeah, that that's what I always thought, that it's, it, it's just never ending. There's no shape to it, actually. I never thought that the universe had a shape.
0: Yeah, and there's no up, down, left, right. You know what I mean? There's no direction in space, which I still don't understand. And but you it, can't you, you can't be outside looking down at the universe. You're in the universe.
1: Looking out, right? Yeah. <laughs> I
0: I can't get the Joe I can't get those Trump cards out of my head.
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs> those
0: are something else though, for real. I mean <laughs> seriously. I'm just like I'm with you though. Like he will somehow make tons of money off this, but you won't know one person who bought one.
2: Right. Yes.
1: They're not going to yeah. admit to it. That's I feel like it's, it's
2: going to be a lot of liberals buying those so that they don't get out there and he's going to uh, yeah, just yikes. It's <laughs> their secret
1: collection.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I swear. <laughs> what a yeah. troll move though. That's a troll move if there ever was one. Oh yeah, I know. I know. Brilliant.
0: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of funny. It is. So another another thing on that uh, documentary, Jedi, which I always think about, is just how he said he was looking up into the sky, one of the mathematicians or whatever, and just looking at all, thinking about all the stars, all the planets, and everything, and how insignificant he is. And he said, what's the point of like going to the dentist and doing all these things when nothing is going to matter in 150 years or 500 years?
1: I know. I, I was like, why do you want to think like that? I know. <laughs> That's pretty sad. I mean, and and uh, is, he fell in love though. Then and then it mattered, right? That, that, yeah. That's what yeah. His exactly. Story was. Life mattered after he fell in love, and that's another thing that can't be measured.
2: Right. Right. <laughs> so I just clicked on something here uh in the philosophy of mathematics: intuitionism or neo-intuitionism. an approach where mathematics is considered to be purely the result of the constructive mental activity of humans rather than the discovery of fundamental principles claimed to exist in an object reality so again right like mathematically uh you know again i think when you're talking like quantum physics and stuff a lot of this stuff uh In in that world makes sense. Where again, you know, in reality, in the world, uh, the observable world that we live in, it doesn't. Mm -hmm. And so, again, I think for people who don't really understand physics and quantum physics and mathematics, trying to wrap your mind around any of this is extremely difficult. Again, based on what we can observe, right, as human beings, and so again. The idea of of trying to, you know, what's 93 million miles away? What does that even look or feel like? Right. We have no idea. You look up at the sun sometimes like Donald Trump famously did that time. And (laughs) it it doesn't seem like that thing is 93 million miles away. But then again, Last week, my phone didn't work, and I had to go to a, a doctor's appointment 40 minutes from my house, and I printed out the directions on MapQuest. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know, right? Like, it was 2002. Um, I don't know what... T- t- turn left two and a half mile. I, I don't know what that is. Even if I'm looking at my speedometer, dude, I still... Two and a half miles. I don't know what the hell that is. Yeah. I couldn't even give you an approximation as to, like, where I should have been turning, and I went... I, I I got lost, as you could imagine. Um, Again, the, the idea of trying to wrap your mind around these measurements is it's difficult to do, again, because we see what we see. And that's the observable universe. And again, when you're talking about this from like a mathematical or for a quantum physics standpoint, like. We're too dumb to really understand that. I think only the smartest people that really understand that stuff even know what the hell they're talking about. And even at that, most of it doesn't really seem to jive to object reality.
1: And they they can't agree. No two scientists can agree on the same thing. So it's just the same back and forth. You don't know what is the truth
0: yeah I love math. I love numbers. I love all that stuff, but this stuff is still super confusing to me now, jedi like the thing I didn't understand what they why they even cared about was is a circle an infinite amount of angles that you can't but like what does it matter?
1: It, I thought that was interesting when they said a small circle has the same amount of points as a gigantic oh, circle Oh, yeah exactly and i and I mean, then they they mapped it out, and I was like, Wow. <laughs>
2: time you know what you asked you asked a great question who cares yeah right it's (laughs) like a handful of nerds right right with (laughs) compasses are like well look what we can do like why don't you guys have anything better to do with your time well yeah joe it's one of those things it is interesting but like
0: anything else they they play everything up like that they show the circle and they show the drawings they show like lines and everything it's too much Um,
1: have you guys ever watched a basketball game from the cheapest seats in the arena? The one, the ones that are high, you know, way up top.
2: Oh, yeah, and, I you know, have.
1: Have you noticed that the movement is much slower from that view? And that's what I would think. How the other universes or galaxies view us, if the alien, if there were aliens, and you're looking back on Earth, everything is slow moving.
2: Yeah, I get that. I get that. I'm with you there, Jedi. So, Joe, when
0: we're talking about the sun being 93 million miles away and how hot it is, it's kind of weird because you go on a plane, the second you get up in the air, you look at you look it on, on the... It has a little thing where it shows the plane. It's It'll be like negative 10 degrees, how cold it is. But it's kind of weird that the sun is up there and it's so hot. But why
2: is it so cold in the air? Right. Yeah. Again, right? So much of this stuff sort of defies what we what we would consider again objective reality right right you would think the closer you're getting to the sun the hotter it should be and would be uh and it that's not how it works and so again unless you're a nerd with a compass measuring circular angles like none of this stuff really makes any sense i know i mean is (laughs) the sun not really up You
0: know what I mean? Is it just like over at an angle or something? Probably that we're
1: in a dome, like the flat earthers believe
2: (laughs) hilarious. Yeah. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Todd, you know what? You're right though. definitely angles make a difference. Um, Certainly the amount of clouds and atmosphere as, as the sun's rays are hitting it, right. If you're in a cloudier area, you're you're, it is going to be a little bit colder. That was, I think, one of Dave Weiss's idiotic things, right, was the trying to, like, why is it colder by the moonlight if it's underneath a a tent than outside of the tent? And it's like, are you serious, dude? Come on. It's outside or inside. Of course it's going to be a little bit colder. How do you not take into account that? So, I don't know. Listen, I, I always feel like you could make all sorts of arguments and I think the worst part of science, the f- worst part of of physics, quantum physics, and all of this stuff, is again how the difference between objective reality and mathematical philosophy. Right? They they just they don't necessarily jive out. And again, if you don't really know what you're talking about, and I, I'm not trying to say it like I do because I am mostly talking on my ass here. I'm I'm sure. <laughs> You know, I love this stuff. I'm super into this stuff. I barely understand most of it.
0: Yeah, it, it is confusing. We, we do talk about things all the time where it's hard to wrap your mind around. This is definitely one
2: of them.
1: No, but what I like, I about feel stupid Neil, right now.
2: Honestly, like, you seriously. watch Neil, right? <laughs> yeah,
1: his um, <laughs> example of comparing space, like you know what what we think of the ocean. You know, we still haven't seen everything what's underneath the sea that's, you know, similar to space and his his example of taking a cup and, you know, water from the ocean and saying, Oh, I, I know everything about the ocean. What's in this cup. That's not true. We don't. Mm -hmm.
0: And and it's so ridiculous because the ocean is right here. We should be doing more in the ocean. The space is a lot tougher for us to
2: explore. That's always bothered me about the ocean and how little we've looked into it. And, you know, so much of, you know, there's there's areas of isolation in the Pacific Ocean that where you're literally uh, at times, if you're out there traveling by ship, you're closer to the International Space Station than you are to, you know, any sort of continental land on this planet. That's so weird. Right. We That's just crazy don't have the thought.
1: technology yet to go right. that deep.
2: Well, too, you know, again, you got to understand, right? You know, we we know the deepest point on Earth is the Mariana Trench, and we can't send anything that deep because the water pressure will destroy it, right? Which is like mm-hmm. a whole other concept of, like, what the hell does that even mean? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> what? It would explode. Right. Um yeah again right to things that we just don't understand and we don't understand kind of why that is but there's you know, when there's just, stuff deep down there that we'll never you know and probably in our lifetime never ever ever get to explore
0: when you just said that analogy about being closer to the international space station I always blows my mind when you when you go over the Bourne Bridge or the Sagamore Bridge and you're in Cape Cod you're closer to Boston than P Town I'm like how can that possibly be that you're is on the cape up
2: yeah it's so weird (laughs) that is messed
0: up that is
2: totally true and really messed up
0: (laughs) oh man jedi you've never been to uh massachusetts have you
1: no i have not Not, nothing on the east coast
0: yeah joe you um you go to the cape every year right
2: yes sir yep and and always venture out at some point to p-town which you know is a track it's like a day trip, you know. Uh it it's it's a solid hour and 10 minutes from where we stay.
0: Oh, where where you go like sandwich or something or Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um so Jedi, do you have anything else on infinity? No. Yeah. I
1: mean it it just goes on and on and on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's going to be infinity before I get my hole in one, I think.
2: Oh, not even in miniature <laughs> golf. Todd, you know, uh, on my 40th birthday, I went with, um, three of my buddies who actually went to the Cape. We stayed at, uh, uh, the, the, our house out on the Cape and we, we drove up Friday. Uh, we stopped at a par three golf course. Uh, and then later that afternoon, we had a tea time, two tea times Saturday, another tea time early Sunday. And then we drove back to Connecticut and we hit another golf course before we went home. But on day two, Um, my buddy hit a hole in one on my birthday. Yeah. And, uh, I wanted to slap his face, right? It was a par (laughs) three, 187 yards. And as soon as he hit the ball off the tee, I swear to God. And he's not a good golfer. This dude, his name is TJ. He hit the ball and I was like, oh my God, it's going in. And I was kind of joking. And then it landed and it hit a hump right in front of the hole. And I was like, oh, my God, no, maybe for real. And I watched it roll, 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 and it went in. Oh, my God. And we were like, oh, my God, dude, that's the greatest shot ever. And he was like, "Eh, if I ever do it again. And it's like, you're never going to do it again because you suck at golf. Right. (laughs) Right. This is the only time you've ever hit a ball straight at the hole and it rolled in. Like, that's not luck. That was like a perfectly lined shot that landed in the hole. You you could you could say there was a little bit of luck involved, right? Whatever the but everything about that shot was perfect, as I right. have tried to explain to this dummy a bunch of times. And his <laughs> whole thing is like, nah, that was luck. You know, gotta gotta do it a second time, or 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 it's <laughs> luck. And it's like, uh, you're never gonna do it again. Ever. <laughs> I'm certain of that. My I've never I was come with, close. <laughs> I was
0: with my aunt when she got hers, Joe ground ball the entire way oh bounce bounce oh bounce God. all the way up bounce disappears into the hole I'm like come on did that upset you <laughs> seven yards <though>, here <laughs> one
2: yeah yeah oh I'd be pissed if somebody hit a grounder and it rolled right up. <laughs> yeah. that's not supposed <laughs> to happen yep yeah. I
0: have a feeling if I do get my first one it'll be it'll be like a bad shot or something but I'll take anything at this point. Or
1: it'll be by yourself and no one can see
0: it. Jedi, Jedi, that's seriously, that's my biggest fear. Because I actually like going out and playing by myself just to practice. Uh And like, I swear that's going to be the time too.
1: You got to set up your camera (laughs)
2: to
1: videotape it.
2: Yeah, no kidding. No video, no proof, buddy. Didn't happen. Didn't happen.
1: (laughs) All
0: right. I think that just about does it, Jedi.
1: Yeah, alright. Uh, Marks, the end is here. Hope you enjoyed the show. Check out Crimes, Conspiracies, and Beyond on Spotify, Apple, and um. please subscribe to Infinity. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs>